episode of the BPM. My name is Carlos, and I'm the host of the BPM. I am the producer, the host, the fan, and let's get started, you know. Uh, today is, what is today? Today's Thursday, April 23rd. We are late into the night recording session, but that's how we live. We live in the nighttime like a fucking owl, you know? I don't give a fuck. You think we're going to be like, oh my God, we have to be on time to record the podcast at 7 a.m. in the morning, and everybody needs to be ready and on their shit, okay? Uh, no, that's not, no, this is not what that is, okay? Uh, it's late. I just realized something real quick that <laughs> you think your life sucks? Let me tell you something. I just watched this dude on YouTube. I can't remember his name. I think his name is something Gutierrez. Eduardo or Ricardo. He's a chef with one arm. I thought I've seen everything. But homie. Like he was making some masa for tortillas. Right? Some dough. Sorry, I say masa. You know, but it's dough. Some tortilla dough. And he was like. He said he was left-handed, which I don't think he is. Well, he is now because he's not the only one. He's that's the only one he's got left. But I didn't get how he lost his arm because I was watching him without sound. So I do that a lot. I try to watch things without sound because the less I hear nonsense, the less I get. How can I say this? The less I get influenced by that. I want to make my own influences on silly things. Like, I'm not making fun of that guy for losing an arm. Obvious. That's not what I'm doing. What I'm doing is making fun of the only good arm he's got left. That's how I see things. I'm like, oh, you lost your arm. Ha, ha, ha. That's not cool, man. Right? But if you make fun of the other arm, it's perfectly normal. I think that's a, that's okay. That's a go, right? So he's making this masa, this dough, with his left hand. Um, and he's not having any trouble. It doesn't look like he's having any trouble. Maybe he practiced this, right, a couple times because he's always going to be on a show or something. Whatever. But... He um he makes this empanada like this dumpling thingy, and it looked really fucking good. I let me t maybe I was just hungry, but it looked really good. But it was just such a awkward thing to see because, uh, obviously you don't need both of your arms to cook anymore. Because I just seen this guy cook with one arm. Uh, he's holding the bowl with like this, see, I don't even know what it's called because it, it looked like a hook, but it looked like he was holding the bowl as well. Like with this almost like pliers thingies at the end of them. Um, and he held a fucking jar and everything. I was like, what the fuck? I was just mesmerized by like, and then there's another thing. His charisma like, even though the, the thing didn't have sound, I put the subtitles on, which, right? 
sometimes it makes no sense. But I'll put the subtitles just to kind of see what's going on. All right. And his demeanor was pretty happy and very like nurturing. And like, you know, I grew up as a cowboy. I don't know if he actually grew up as a cowboy, but like I grew up in a, you know, an immigrant family and all we eat is tacos. So I think I got to make a taco for you today. But I'm going to call it an empanada. I'm going to have a big old smile on my face. Like I just smoked some mushrooms. But yeah, like someone that like ha- happens to go through a tragic event. They have like this, <laughs> like this over the top niceness. Maybe I'm just me. Like I've been mistreated all my life and not care for that when I see niceness, like. I bump into niceness. I'm like, what the fuck do you want? Like, you're too nice for no reason. Either you're tired of feeling angry and sad that you, like, work extra hard to be happy. And I can't trust that. Like, I want you to be sad all the time. I don't want you to be sad all the time. I don't want you to be happy all the time. I want have a balance. Like I want you to have a good day and a bad day and and a great day and a shitty day. Like you're supposed to have all the days like that. But if like you approach everything with like such like calm demeanor and you know like well put together, um, this is a solution for your problems and that I can't do. And like that dude cooking, that's what it seemed like. Like he was trying. You know, I'm gonna watch it again just to, to. Uh, what you call it, so I could see if I'm right or wrong, but I think I'm right because he like the subtitles kept describing like this childhood moment with my father, you know, hunting deer, and I'm like, what the fuck? Like, maybe he really turned his life around with losing his arm. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know what I'm saying. You know, I don't. Maybe it was just a persona in front of the TV. Maybe that's how he really is. Because I know a couple of people in, in real life, in my life, that, that are really nice. I'm telling you, listen, these people are really, really nice. But for no reason. They're really nice to everybody. And I get it. It's nice, right? It's very nice when someone is nice to you. And when you're nice to somebody else, too. It, it brings you joy. Being nice. But... For no reason at all, but just like, I don't know, being soft. It wasn't, it wasn't in my, on my menu growing up. Maybe that's why I see it as, I don't see it as a weakness because I love nice people. I fucking love them, but I can't trust them. Because either they haven't done anything that tests their character Right? Oh, they live in this bubble where, like, everything has a solution. Problems are meant to be solved. And, you know, you can't feel down. And, like, no. Like, fuck you. I want to cry today. Okay? Let me cry. And then I'll go and get happy. That way I know that I'm happy. And I enjoy it. And I cherish it. And I do what I got to do. Like, 
having happy days, it's amazing. And having shitty days, it just makes you appreciate how happy those days were. So, uh, the dude was, it's pretty, like, you get to see some crazy, listen, that's the thing with America, man. You can be fucking a dude with no arm and cook on television, and people are want to watch it. That's the great thing about it. And that's the the sad thing about it, too, right? Like, we get to see everything. Like, everything. Everything. You Whatever you want to see, you can see it. Like, just type in, I want to see guy eating toenail clippings. There's somebody out there eating toenail clip clippings, right? You think, like, t- listen, Mexico's progressive somewhat. But not really. They're like still pretty ancient when it comes to issues like that, right? They don't even allow black people on television. Not like like I don't mean like black people. I mean brown people barely make it on television, barely, and no one talks about it. No, like if just flip through channels in any show in Spanish, you probably see some dude that looks. Kinda tan, kinda, not, not fucking like the dudes that work on the yards and the dudes that work constructions and the restaurants. Like they're brown and tan and dark hair. You don't see that shit on TV. So for me to see a brown Hispanic looking dude with no arm on TV, it was pretty. It was pretty wild. I'm like, what? Like you're lucky you live here. Like I'm lucky I live here. Cause I get to do this. You know what I mean? On the other hand, I I don't know if I could. I probably could do it over there too, but it'd probably be with a fucking one of those ancient something, right? I'm not hating on Mexico. I'm just like that. Like that. Me watching that made me realize how fucked up it is down there. Like brown people don't even like you'll. I think now it has changed a little bit because of social media and the internet. But growing up, that was like, you, and if there was brown people on the show, guess where it was? Late at night. Which is fucking insane, dude. Right? Because Mexico's is just like a melting pot, too. Because we have everything. Just, I don't want to say everything, but it is pretty diverse. Like, you have Chinese people, you have Cubans, you have. Um, then just recently, Haitians, Jamaicans, right? Um, you have Chinese, Lebanese, uh, Russians, a lot of Russians, a lot of Russians. Like, it's crazy how many Russians there is in Mexico. They just fucking love it, man. And Mexico loves Russia, which is, that's another thing that doesn't really get talked about. China, Russia, and Mexico are like best buddies. You know, like... Like, if we had to put it in terms of who's best buddies, you know, like, you meet that one friend, right? And, like, he's your he's cool because he lives in the neighborhood, but oh, you really don't want to hang out with him. But if he comes out and plays, like, y'all cool, right? But that dude knows that you go to the other side of town to hang out with your real friends, which were ones you fucking smoke pot with, drink, talk shit, talk about girls, right? Party all night, 
pull all nighters. That's Mexico, China, and Russia, dog. Just so you know. I'm just letting y'all know a secret. And I think America knows it too. For sure. Like, Miss America knows everything that goes, that goes on. Everything. Right? That's the, that's how I wa that's I, that is how I will describe that friendship. Right? They're nice to us. <laughs> I'm just talking about they, like, I'm not one of them. Right? I'm talking about the countries themselves and the politics. You know what I mean? It's... It's bizarre, to say the least, to talk about Mexico like that. It, it it almost, I don't know, makes me feel that I'm doing something wrong. And I hate that feeling. Don't you hate that feeling when, like, you're doing something and you think it's wrong, but it's really not wrong? Because what am I really doing? I'm just talking. I'm not, it's not like this words. I don't know. I don't. These words are gonna like mean anything to anybody. You know what I'm saying? I'm just talking out of my ass. And it still feels wrong because the possibility of the backlash is still there. Because I'm saying these things and they're getting recorded. But nonetheless, I still should be able to say whatever I want when I want. Right? As long as I'm not hurting others. I think that's where the line gets blurred. Once you start hurting others with your reckless self-made talks, conversations, comments, whatever, that's where like you should be like, "Hey, Someone else should step in, like, shut the fuck up, leave him alone, or leave her alone, or whatever, right? As long as you're not hurting anybody, and you're just nonsense talking. Hey, I just watched a dude with no arm cook, right? I'm not saying I'm offended, because there's nothing to be offended about. It's, like, almost, like, great to see that shit. Almost. Almost. But I'd rather see a girl with two arms cook. Call me sexist, but, you know, I'm not really. I, I would, I'm not saying I'd rather watch a dude with two arms. No, like, there's the Gordon Ramsay's, right? Entertains with his accent, his charisma, his wittiness, his fucking way to come back at people, his loudness, all that shit. Like, I, that's entertaining, entertaining for everybody. And then there's that dude that, like, please feel sad for me. I don't have an arm and I'm still on a cook. Follow your dreams. There, There's that, right? There's a positive um, in both of those, right? Because Gordon Ramsay is a fucking savage. He makes me laugh my ass off with the shit he says, right? But the other dude... Listen, he tried. He made some empanadas. It looked delicious as fuck. Ooh, I think I stole that from somewhere. I'm not going to say delicious. They looked bomb as fuck. How about that? It, it, that shit was bussing, bussing. Yee! You know? And... <laughs> Dude, that whole thing with TikTok and, like, all the TikToks. 
little by little. I think America knew. Listen, if we let this TikTok fucking just go on his own, we're not going to have control over our population. The other day, I went to a restaurant. Listen, this is what happened. I went to a restaurant. It was a really nice restaurant. And I was like, oh, my God, I was filled with, like, really nice people. And, and, you know, we were ordering appetizers and, like, mimosas and stuff like that. And we were having such a good day in brunch. And some asshole at one table goes, my shit is buzzing, buzzing. And his friend got up and goes, hey, and he pointed at his arm. And literally, like, five other tables did the same thing for, like, two minutes. And I'm like, what in the fuck are they doing? Like, how do they know? Like, And then I come to find out that that shit is on TikTok and on Instagram and everybody's doing it. Everybody, shit, buzzing, buzzing. Hey, yee. It's funny because now I'm doing it, that, right? I made lunch today, which, you know, I'm not trying to brag on anything but i made a pretty good salad all right so that was lunch but and then i was like and i tasted it and i was like boy you better stop this shit is bussing bussing and then i pointed at my arm and i went like a fucking crazy person right because there was nobody there nobody was else was tasting my salad Ooh, that sounded a little too gay yeah that sounded, I didn't even think about it like that, but now that I think about it, it, it sounded pretty gay, but well, there's nothing wrong with being gay. Okay. So don't get crazy. I'm just saying it sounded gay for my liking, but TikTok, I don't have it. I'm thinking about getting it and maybe I should, maybe I'll make a BPM TikTok account, right? Or maybe there's already a fucking BPM TikTok account. But it doesn't matter. I don't. I know myself, right? I'll find myself scrolling through articles on the society, the young society of today's on Instagram through reels, which are essentially TikToks, right? That's what that's how I view it. I don't view it as like, oh, I'm watching somebody's video and I'm giving them a like. No, I'm watching articles of young people's lives. I don't follow anybody. I don't do that. A whole, I like it, comment, and subscribe, which I want you to do, essentially, when I make a page. And if you want to keep on listening, you should definitely do so, too. So, but that's what I'm saying. You know, like, if you, like, I'm trying to keep up with times, I guess, what's what I'm, what I'm trying to say. So, you'll scroll through TikTok, and you'll find that fucking buzzing, buzzing, yee, shit, right? You're like, oh, this is what kids are doing nowadays. Dude, it's fun. Like, because you know how fun it is for like older people like us, right? That there are that we are in our thirties. We didn't have this shit growing up, like fifteen, sixteen year olds. We had to like imp- we we got into a lot of fucking trouble because there was nothing to do sometimes. Right? I used to get in a lot of trouble because listen, the first time I tried the marijuana, I was like 16 and from then i knew there was love at first sight i knew it but i knew it it was bad for me i knew it that it was not going to be a good thing for me then 
And I tried it for like a year and it was really good. Like I was fucking in. I was in deep. And then I realized, hey, maybe this is not something I I should focus on so early. I need to like get some other stuff done first before like this. And I didn't smoke for push twelve years. I didn't touch it again for twelve years. A little more than twelve years, I think. I don't remember. But and then I stopped and I haven't gone back. I like I like knowing that I can stop with everything. Like like drinking. Right, you you stumble on that at a very young age. At thirteen, I've already had a f- few beers for sure. I used to like sneak around and drink beer like, like it was my rebellion. Nobody knew, but I was just like at family parties. I would like steal beer and drink it. It was gross as fuck, nasty. But that's what I'm saying. Kids nowadays hardly get in trouble. I used to get in a lot of fucking trouble because it was nothing to do. I couldn't like call my friend. We didn't have a house phone. We didn't. You had to go with a fucking payphone. And who are you gonna call to another painful payphone? Like I grew up with no phones in the house. They tried to put it on once and then they realized it was expensive as fuck and they're like, We don't need this shit. You want to come talk to me? You know where I live, you know, but <laughs> hey, don't don't judge me. I grew up with a grandmother. There was pretty old school, to say the least, but I didn't I didn't think. Uh, I think I did OK. Right. Am I? Tr- I never got caught. But when we get into some shit that what I mean, we'll get in trouble like we would do there's there used to be this chemical in most of convenience stores right this chemical was to essentially <laughs> it sounds crazy burn shit and toilet paper in septic tanks right and that's what it was used for. I don't know what it was for. What was it for? But that was the main idea. You throw down your septic tank and it disintegrates and burns poopy and that's it. No toilet paper because that's a that's another thing. Third world countries like Mexico, they don't flush toilet paper, dog. It's gross as fuck. It's so gross. When you have family come over and they're like, I'm going to use the restroom. I'm like, fuck. And they wipe their asshole and they leave that shit, <laughs> the shit stained toilet paper in the trash can. You're like, no, the bathroom smells like caca now. What's wrong with you? But that's how they grow. Everybody in Mexico does that. Nobody, because over there they gave you that thick. They don't even announce it like Charmaine. No, they don't do that. It's a thick, thick, thick toilet paper. That's how it is down there. Yeah, but it goes into a trash can. And then you got to take that and it, it's it's messy. They, they need to catch on and realize that 
fucking toilet paper is biodegradable. Is that a word? Biodegradable? Yeah. And if it's not, we made it one today. See how it is? We make words happen. You know, don't don't tell, don't let everybody tell you any different. But where was I? I lost track of. I don't even know where I was at anymore. Oh, yeah. We used to have this chemical. And again, this bottle, you could just go buy. You needed a license or a adult permission, even though it had the little skeleton with the fucking X on it. You're like, uh, we should just take this and play with this. And somebody figured out that if you put that and cut up uh, foil paper or if you didn't have foil paper like we didn't, um, soda cans, cut them up, throw them in there and in a two liter soda, empty soda bottle. Throw that chemical, the cut up cans, some rocks, and then you cap it, and then you shake it, and then you fucking just let it loose anywhere, and it, and it goes, boom, really loud, really, really, really loud, and those rocks go flying. I don't know, we were fucking little terrorists back then, but we were, because any chance that we can get, and plus because those two, those Two liter bottles are like hard. They're not like the soft plastic that you find here. They're so hard because you have to return them. You know, that's how fucked up it is. You have to return an empty bottle, a two liter bottle to even with the small glass bottles that everybody loves. Mexican Coke is so good. Guess what? It's not made with sugar anymore. So I don't know what you love about it anymore because I realize the fucking obesity levels were through the roof of Mexico because they were just fucking putting tons and tons of sugar into the fucking uh, soda. So even those, you have to return those to buy another one. Imagine if you had to do that shit here. There'll be an uprise. Some like convenience store workers will die every day. Every day somebody will get shot. But over there is the norm. You go... Like, oh, I want to get a soda. Do you bring a fucking return bottle? And they're like, no, well, it's going to cost you 25 cents more. And they're like, fuck that. I'll be back. <laughs> they go back and get it. But the two liter ones are hard plastic because you they have to make the rounds for at least five years. I'm not, I don't know how long, but they have to return them. So we would never return them. We just pay the fucking price because we used to be ballers. You know what I mean? Like doctors or like fucking lawyers. Not really, but we would fill those up, cap them, and then throw them at bus stops, people's yards, and people's cars. We didn't give a fuck. I was, what, 11? I've already stolen a car by the age of 11. What were you doing? Right, And I crashed it through someone's living room. And that's, I think TikTok is like, oh my God, TikTok is so unhealthy for kids. And yes, also being outside is unhealthy. Uh, being outside, you, you can get in a lot of trouble. You'll fucking bully somebody and s- fight somebody. And like, uh, there's trouble in everything, right? But TikTok is the devil and it's fun. I don't have it. 
maybe I should. Who knows? Right? But this bottles were, now that I think about it, it was pretty crazy. Because, like, at times, we barely had enough time to run away from them. Because we would put so much chemical, right? And it would just fucking just start bubbling and getting hot. And I'm like, I'm like, I never, never capped one. I'm such a pussy now that I think about it. Because I liked getting all the materials ready. To, I was like the prep. You know what I mean? I was prepping for it. I'm like, I got the two bottles of fucking um, acid. Because that's what it was. It was an acid. Acid. And we'll just have to find some cans. And I got two bottles ready. to. And oh my, I was never, I never had the boss to just cap one. I had seen too many shit going down that I was like, mm, no, I'm not going to ever cap one because I know I have bad luck. I've always knew that I had bad luck, right? Because I never did some shit that I was going to get hurt doing. Or maybe I was just scared. You know, so it's. um. That's one of the craziest things I ever did. But I don't want to. <laughs> like, I want my kid to be outside and off the phone. <coughs> <coughs> and off the phones and off the video games and off of this. But at the same time, I enjoy playing video games with them. I mean, we play video games and we have fun. That's our thing. We, like, talk smack to each other. Boy, he's getting a little too tall, so I can't be talking too much smack no more because he's going he gonna to do something. He's pretty strong. But outside, I love it outside. We go outside, too. Like, we have to, you have to go outside, right? Can't be stuck on the TV all the time. You have to have both. Both a good balance of good and good and bad and bad. Right, just like you can't have a a sad day without a happy day. You can't have a happy without a sad day. Pretty simple, you know. And it's it is. I guess that's the point of today. It's just homeboy had one arm and didn't have the other. Perfect balance. Right, or not really, but. To him, it's better than have one. Imagine if he didn't have any arms. Then you're like, oh my God, that sucks. Right? But. Balance is key. So he's got one good arm. And I bet he's like, you know, I'm really just trying to not fucking off myself. Because it's got to be hard not to have an arm. It's got to be hard. Like, you know when you cut yourself in a finger or on a, anything? And you're like, fuck, I, bump, I keep bumping into everything. And it hurts and it's bothersome. Or when you break something. And you know, like, oh, shit, I really, really need this part of the body. I didn't realize. Like, you don't, it doesn't click until you don't, can't or won't use it. Right? So, if you learned anything from this talk, is that I'm a moron, and I don't know what I'm talking about. So, don't ever think that I know my shit. I'm always pretending 
that I know what I'm doing. Always. Even at my job, I pretend that I know what I'm doing. Because it's fun. I pretend they're like, oh, I could do that. I don't know. I don't know if I can. But it's how I get shit done. That's how I learn a lot of the things. I, I like to be self-sufficient. That's what. And I'm a frugal motherfucker. Because I have to be. But some dude, I took my car to get. An estimate for a brake job or something like that along those lines. And he goes, it's going to be $1,200 for brakes. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, you need all rotors and all brake pads. It's going to be $1,200. I was like, uh, is it going to drive itself? They're like, what do you mean? I was like, $1,200 is more than what the car cost. What are you talking about? And he's like, this is our normal rate. I'm like, yeah, yeah. Show me the parts, how much the parts cost, and what's the labor. Parts were up about $400. And he was trying to charge me $800 in fucking labor. And nonsense. Discharge of this. this. Listen, I know trash cans around the city. I can discharge and get rid of the old brake pads. They they, they ain't going to end up in... Any place different than where you're going to put them. It's not like you have a secret fucking landfill. I'm just saying. They're going to end up in the same place. The, thing, the same thing with recycling. People are like, oh, we recycle. Mm, do you? Because it, it ends up in the ocean. So you tell me. Again, there you go. See, more uncommon. I have a lot of those. Because why not? So... I learned how to do my brakes. And people are like, you shouldn't play with that because that's a safety protocol. What if your car doesn't stop? But then it wasn't meant to stop. How about that? What makes you... The guarantees of the dude doing my brakes because he does brakes for a living is it's going to stop. But what does it guarantee me that it will not not stop? So... YouTube a couple of videos and I fucking got them done and I never looked back again. Never. I haven't paid for a break job in fucking years. 10 years. 10 years. So maybe pretend that you know something. Don't just say, oh, I don't know. Like, oh, yeah, I can figure it out. Right. I've done it before. What I mean by that is I watch people do it. I watch people fucking do break jobs on YouTube. And can't be that hard if they can do it. Right? I can do it. That And why not? It is a hassle. It is a fucking pain in the ass. But it's also really like. Fixing something up. It feels good. Knowing that you could fucking like. Oh shit. I didn't know I could do that. But I guess that's just the crazy in me. Right? I learned electrical because there was some shit wrong with my house and I have money to pay the electrician. I think all these things I know is because I'm broke. Like dead broke. Like 
I've done brake jobs. I've done radiator. I've done a lot of shit to the car. I fixed it myself. I've done struts and fucking shock mounts and all that. But it's because I'm broke. It's not not because I I want to learn. No, I'm broke and I I don't have money to pay. So I got it. Still got to get done. All right. I refurbished some furniture from, you know, the death through YouTube. Listen, man, if you're still stuck in that, I don't know thing is because you don't want to know. It's because you don't want to grow as a person. YouTube, Google, like this shit is out there for free. Someone's already done it and, and is willing to put it up and teach motherfuckers. So. Maybe. You should not listen to me. Fair warning. All right. Remember that moron can't teach nobody. That's why I don't have a YouTube video on how to do anything because I don't know anything. But listen, you got to stop and smell the roses here and there. All right. And with that, we end the podcast. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of your week. And bye-bye, everybody.